Hello and welcome to Tracks, I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And welcome to episode number 62, which is our build-up to one of the biggest events in the musical calendar this year and every year. Glastonbury Festival 2017. We're heading there again because really it wouldn't be a Glastonbury Festival without us. That's what uh, the Evis has said, so they've summoned us to the Holy Land. And we're heading there. We're playing on the pyramid stage at 2 o'clock. Every single day. <laughs> uh, we've booked it out for all of Sunday for a live podcast. I bet you can't wait. Um, Eight hours. That is a recording session time, to be fair. Yeah. We're just going to uh, sit in the middle of the stage having a few beers for a while at the beginning. You're all just going to listen to us randomly chatting. Right. Seen that bird? About <laughs> our problems. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm really stressed, mate. <laughs> anyway, um, we need to do the intro. Yeah. Hello there! <laughs> um, but yeah, you know the drill. It's a good festival, and we're going to have a chat about it. Talk about a number of bands that we're going to go and see there, and we think you should too. It's a good one. So, without further ado, let's see them on that worthy farm flipping side. Little pip. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You alright, mate? Alright there, Tim. How's it going? Uh, things are okay. Yeah? Yeah. That didn't sound like you were wholly convinced oh, mate, by I'm that. I'm just really warm, really hot, and bothered. Yeah. It. We both have a bit of a glow about us, don't we? In a sweaty way. <laughs> I feel like any glow I have is not a good one. No. Um, yeah, for international listeners who may not know, uh, I mean, by most people's standards, it's not actually that hot here in England right now. It's like high 20s and we're all like dying and complaining nonstop. But like, it feels very, very hot and humid here right now and yeah. sweaty. We're all, oh, I'm sweaty. Yeah. And I've just walked home through London and then got on a train a busy train with quite good uh, air con but still the walk didn't help before yeah and then yeah walking through even with the good air con if you arrive on the train sweating you're not really coming back from that no not at all you just have to kind of dry off yeah. <laughs> like literally like yeah like you've just been in the shower or something it's yeah. quite disgusting and you can just vaguely you get a whiff of yourself every now and then you're like I'm so sorry everyone but really everyone's exactly the same I always wonder like yeah when you feel like oh I must stink yeah. are people just too nice to tell you that you actually stink or yeah. is it not as bad or as you or are they you're thinking god I stink yeah <laughs> so and everyone's just in their own little orb of stinkiness <laughs> yeah just like just worried about what everyone else thinks of it but yeah, yeah. but it's, it's that nice that I came off the train went to get some beers and they've sold out of beer yeah it's the or at least one place has again another lesson uh, for people who don't know England that well the second the sun comes out I mean we've, we've got a bit of reputation as a nation of being boozers anyway but people just cannot help themselves I was no. when I was walking home uh, last night it was like half nine quarter to ten maybe mm-hmm. so on a Sunday night normally everywhere's got pretty quiet by then but people still stood outside pubs like everywhere looked packed just like millions of people with cans in their hands sat around it's just like yeah 
we will drink in the sun for every single possible moment we get. Everyone finds a way to get off work somehow, it seems. It seems like it's just Brighton. It's just people. Brighton's just a part-time city, and I often I'm very much part of that, so I can't slag it off too much. But yeah, um, yeah I, it never fails to amaze me how many people clearly are just wandering around not working during a weekday. You've never worked in the centre, Brian, have you? No. So you've never quite experienced it, like not the, really. I've spent time in Brighton when I like on like work days and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, just every day it's like that. Like the Mashtan pub just around the corner that we are big fans of. Always packed by like two o'clock. Out people sat outside on a sunny day. So what are you all doing? How are, how are you allowed to do this? <laughs> students. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody students. <laughs> to blame for everything listeners yeah also I'd like to just I want to I wanna speak about something very very quickly oh god this sounds ominous uh, it's not it's not I just want to get my point across um, if you're a commuter mm-hmm. I just want you to know not to be the person who sits in the aisle seat and puts your bag on the seat next to you mm. you don't own the train no you haven't got the choice whether somebody has to ask you to move your bag because everyone knows that most British people won't do that yeah. they'd rather stand up than ask somebody to move their bag please Yeah, and it just really annoys me and I see and it's always you just see the person that kind of person that's doing it and you just I just don't like them there's a yeah. guy next to me just suited up had his bag and his coat and a newspaper on the one close to the window and he was just sat there staring at the other seat behind him yeah. in front of him Oh, I just just did not like him at all. No, it is a annoying habit. Although, I will ask the question: Have you ever been that person? No, you've never put your bag on a seat. No, I'm too kind of conscious to do that. I don't want people to think I'm doing that, yeah. and I'll always get a window seat. Yeah, and I won't. I'll usually have the bag on top of me. Yeah. It's a it's a poor faux pas for sure, but I feel like I might have done it once or twice. Just not a fan. I always feel like I want to say to them like, "So, how much did your bag pay for this ticket?" <laughs> but there's there is a small difference in putting the bag to the left of you if you're on the ins the outside seat the inside yeah. seat. Sorry. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes it's quite easy to move if you see people getting on the train. I'll do. That's what I'll do. I'll definitely put. I will often put my bag there, but like, as people are getting on, I will like look at them so they know that I'm like holding it ready to lift it up yeah like I'm I'm aware of the situation and you can have the same that much of a monster yeah um but yeah that's just I just want people to know that if you are one of those people um on behalf of the people getting on the train we don't like you is that, don't do that is that your most hated train etiquette um I would say so yeah I mean I'm not a big fan of talking on my phone on on a train and there was a girl ahead of me this morning and maybe it's just because it's the morning, but I didn't give a shit about whether her sister didn't tell her dad about a tattoo. I don't <laughs> need to know that story. Yeah, especially if it's not even juicy. Yeah, it's, just a it's not. Oh, what, the temperature was that was 18 degrees in the pool. I know so much about her sister's <laughs> life. I yeah. shouldn't. I know it's a sister as well. Yeah. I just... I, I mean, maybe you shouldn't have been earwigging quite so much. It was hard not to, Tim. <laughs> she was so loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's pretty much it in regards of trains. Yeah. Oh, it... And it's one that shouldn't have annoyed me as much as it did, but I something about people who get on the train and their hair's still wet is just ugh. 
Hair's like Gross still wet from bit of being washed. Yeah, like from a shower. I think girl, a lot of girls do that because they don't they have to. Don't have to. Get up five minutes early and dry your hair. <laughs> I remember once like uh, sitting in like one of the two seats, so you could, like the person sat on the seat in front of you is like facing the same way as you. Mm. So I could just see like the back of someone's head leaning against the window, and there was literal like condensation coming off of their wet hair going on the window, and I was just like. <laughs> I just think it looks uncomfortable. Like, yeah, we all—you yeah. never like getting the worst bit about getting in the shower. Getting out of the shower is being wet after, and then like yeah. a bit of wet touches something. Like, yeah, but it's, it's, like, it's that thing as wet well. Wet hair touching the back of your neck. Surely that yeah. is so uncomfortable. I think that's part of it. Not only do I um, just think like, Ugh, but like, yeah, it makes me just imagine being like that, and then being like, oh my god, that must be horrible. <laughs> You've definitely put a t-shirt on while your body was still wet, and it's like stuck to your back <laughs> oh, of it, no. and it's like. Oh no! Disgusting start to your day. <laughs> yeah, listeners, I'm incredibly, incredibly low on sleep and a bit grumpy. So yeah, let's yeah. see how this goes. Good weekend though. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it was one of those weekends where I had a lovely old time during it. I very much enjoyed myself, but I definitely got to Sunday night and thought, "Well, that was 48 hours of a mistake." Yeah. Because I'm not coming out of this in any way shape or form in the condition that I was hoping to because listeners I'll tell you why I wanted to come out of this weekend in excellent condition ready and raring to go because we are heading to the biggest music festival in the world and we're very excited and I had this idea in my head that I would recharge and replenish before heading off and I haven't really done that which is a shame but that will not uh take away from my excitement for what is to come and that's what we're going to be talking about this week yeah. am I right in thinking we're skipping music highlights yeah is there yeah. anything you want to shout out like um, not a proper highlight but anything you've enjoyed or not I don't think I've said it but the new Gorillaz song they just non-stop new songs at the moment yeah, new stuff popping some stuff out whenever they feel like it yeah that's nice nice uh, I've forgotten what it's called sleeping pill sleeping powder powder yeah I don't think I've heard that one no, it's good. It's a very 2D-esque. Oh, 2D yeah. 2D-esque, but it's just I think told me about this. Song. He's like dancing. Yeah, and he's kind of dancing behind a green string. Screen string. Green, green screen kind of thing. Nice. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. You? Um, I've been enjoying the new uh, Cigarettes After Sex album. What's that? That's a band. Oh, uh, okay. It's good. It's very sort of tender, mellow. Um, not, I'm not convinced by that name, are you? I'm not a smoker. So it sounds like a not, song. It's not something I've ever experienced. I don't smoke or have sex either. But <laughs> um, uh, I haven't had a cigarette after. Interesting. I thought you might have. Not straight after. <laughs> it's I like in, in films, isn't it? Yeah, it's in films where they just yeah. grab a thing from the side. But I don't really like the smoking indoors thing. Oh, yes. It'd be a bit weird to shuffle outside, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really count if it's like 10 minutes later after a coffee. <laughs> cigarettes after coffee then isn't it yeah um, but yeah it's a really good quite chilled quite um, sort of thoughtful record but really nice really uh, sort of yeah sort of soothing relaxing type thing definitely what one kind worth... of thing is it is it can you say maybe an artist that it um... would be a bit similar to a bit similar to I mean, my mind has gone completely blank at that question because I wasn't expecting it. Is it guitar-y or is it kind yeah, of Yeah, it's, it's, like... it's kind of sort of... 
it's certainly guitar based, but in the production, it's quite sort of woozy and wavy and quite sort of minimal. So like, it doesn't necessarily all sound like guitar music. But I imagine if you see it live, it mm. there'll be a sort of standard band. Um, but yeah, just really nice. Lovely, lovely. Interesting album. Go and check it out, listeners. We're not going to play a little bit because this isn't the week for it. Yeah, and we I've all, got to edit tonight. Yeah, we all want to go to bed. <laughs> um, I'm going to say firstly, uh, before we kind of get on some music and stuff, I guess one thing, weather's looking good for Glastonbury. Second, are you packed? Are you ready? Are you mentally prepared? All of these things. Okay, so I'm going to go from top to bottom of your comments just then. Really? Uh, weather is looking good. Yes. Definitely We're good. looking at five days, three yeah. of which sun, no no rain, Saturday and Sunday, yeah. a few spits, yeah. spittingnesses. Yeah. And that's lovely compared to last year. But as, again, you know, we've already talked about it once, but as an Englishman, I'm looking at it thinking, oh, that looks a bit too hot. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Wednesday, getting all our stuff in us. It's going to yeah. be roasting that. <laughs> like last year, we are just moaning at the wading through mud and how difficult that was at least we'll be hot and not and less in pain than last time that's the hope it it definitely will be because it it won't be trudging through things and really having to look at your feet and know where you're going it's not going to be like that it'll be we can take it in our yeah, i'm absolutely delighted that it looks like it's going to be my first dry nice glastonbury and um the challenges that will face us because of that are going to be way less challenging than the challenges of last year's mud bath. It'll be the polar opposite. Um, so I said I was going to go from top to bottom. I can't remember what the second bit was. No, I just said, are you, are you am I packed? physically prepared? Uh, am I packed? I'm packed like the stuff. <laughs> the, the, the stuff. But like, so I mean, tent sorted all out, ready in a pile to go, sleeping bag, yeah. food, all that stuff. Clothes, I haven't packed. But um, shouldn't be too much of an ordeal. Mm, I learnt, all I, washed and ready. I took too many clothes last year. That was the interesting thing. So this year I'm going to go quite light. How many? How much? How many more clothes did you take? Like, why more? Why too many? Sorry. How many things did you have that you didn't wear? Well, again, I suppose it came from the fact that it was muddy. It was like everything was going to get muddy anyway. So I just kind of put on a fresh pair of muddy trousers each day not a fresh pair of muddy trousers the same <laughs> pair of muddy trousers <laughs> and he got a muddy and then he put them on <laughs> the same pair so i think i think i took like three pairs of jeans last year which was too many yeah you need like you might as well take one pair of jeans and like, like i've got some jogging bottoms some shorts maybe and some jeans yeah that's all i'm going occasions yeah yeah maybe not even, maybe not even the jogging bottoms really I don't know if I wore them last yeah. year. I think I might have done because people didn't like me wearing them because they look a bit chavay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not going to cut them in. Might cut yeah. them by the knees, like Jack. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, ju- I just took a lot. I think loads of t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, like a couple of jackets. Like why take? A- why am I? I don't know. I think. You don't realise, it's one of the brilliant things about Glastonbury in particular, so a lot of other festivals, even though obviously everyone gets a bit grubby, people, there's still a bit of the kind of like, uh, 
peacock tail feathers everyone's sort of trying to show off a little bit at other festivals whereas Glastonbury yeah. it's totally just everyone settles into the atmosphere and it's like I don't have to make any yeah there was a thing today about I can't remember what it was on just some kind of news outlet about um, whether people use Glastonbury as a bit of a fashion thing like whether they go there you know how mm. Coachella is a bit like that whereas they kind of just said uh, Glastonbury it's like fuck what's hot and what's not at yeah. that point like everything's in yeah. just you do what you want don't you yeah exactly so I, that was one of my lessons learned so uh, clothes packing is going to be like um, am I mentally prepared uh, I think I've spoken about this before on the podcast in that when we're getting just about close to going the whole thing just feels like a bit of an ordeal to me <laughs> yeah. it's like I what part of it just everything just going there getting up early sleeping in a tent not having a shower. You see, I, I just get so excited at the, the idea of Glastonbury that all that stuff just doesn't seem like a thing to me. I've... You are a little bit more miserable than I am. Oh, yeah. It's my natural disposition a bit yeah. more than you. Um, <laughs> I think it comes from being from the north. It's just like we're, Maybe. we're naturally a bit grouchy. Um, I get excited when I'm sat in a fold-up chair outside the tent. <laughs> on Wednesday and it's done and then I'm like oh my god the next few days are going to be amazing yeah um, I get excited sat on a fold up chair full yeah. stop but also I'm a bit of, I'm a bit of a warrior I think I'm more of a warrior than you in yeah the... a, war- a warrior <laughs> a warrior for sure but also a warrior <laughs> yeah yeah like, I would say so because you're I... already thinking about the toilet situations the, sh- the shower situations well also and like the sleeping and like uh, like I said to you earlier I keep sort of panicking thinking oh I haven't got everything I need to sort I've got so much to sort out before we go like that stress of like oh I'm gonna forget something I'm gonna like that kind of I do have that bit like I'm I think I'm ready and then I'm I'm thinking oh well I'm now I'm gonna forget something like there's something that I'm not thinking of right now yeah I need to have a look at the list I made which is far too long and I'm pretty sure I've got none of it yeah but But, it's those little things that you're always guaranteed to forget like it's a weird one but for like for many many years I bit my nails so I'm completely used to having really short fingernails and like if they even get a little bit too long I find it like horribly uncomfortable me too I I keep uh, nail clippers in my bag all the time it's agony to me and last year I didn't take nail clippers with me oh I didn't know that yeah everyone used them I didn't oh sorry mate but yeah like by Friday I was like oh my god these are horrible yeah as well because like you'll clean your nails as well And within 10 minutes, they're like, they, you look like you've been digging dirt for like yeah. years. It's like, yeah. I need to, I, I, I do hate that. Yeah. There's something really satisfying about cleaning your hands and nails with a, a wet wipe though. Yeah. I love doing that bit. Getting right in the crevices. Yeah. yeah. Let's only talk about those crevices. <laughs> <laughs> do you have wet wipes? Have you got all the yeah, baby yeah. wipes? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, like yeah. I would always put them in number one on what to take to Glastonbury. Yeah. But I would, I, I would love the idea of being... And I think Jack, your brother, our friend, our customary companion, he's a bit like this in that he he sort of, uh, he probably just goes into the wild, I feel like. He he likes the fact that there's not the home comforts there. Whereas, yeah, he's like things very like, much a fan. Whereas, that. like, things like uh, nail clippers, that is a home comfort that will sort of ruin my day a little bit if I don't have them. I still need those little things i can't go full country tarzan man yeah i'm fully all right with that thing yeah i think yeah but it is going to be different 
we were at least when you're a bit dirty and it's muddy and stuff you i feel like we're gonna feel a lot fresher than when we're sweaty and hot yeah 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 like absolutely yesterday um i didn't shower till like mid-afternoon and just like Saturday and half of Sunday of not showering, I felt sweaty and gross. Really? That was here. Just wandering around a little bit. So God knows how I'm going to feel that. Yeah, and I've, I spent one, I was freshly washed, freshly washed and new clothes this morning and I feel bloody yeah. like disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just been to London and back. But then there is always showers there. That's one of the things people forget. Like, there is, it, I, don't, it I is don't do that. But I didn't last year, but I, I'm going to take a little towel again this time. You got your dry shampoo? I don't do dry shampoo. We've had this conversation before. Do you not? I've got such thin hair that dry shampoo just weighs it down even more and makes it even more gross and more dreadlocky. Oh, wow. No, mine, mine is... You're one of the biggest fans of dry shampoo I've ever known. Yeah, it gets absolutely lovely and puffy. Even when it means that you've essentially blacked up because you've got <laughs> stuff all over your face from spraying well, so much. Well, I haven't much even red. got the dark hair on this time, so it goes. <laughs> my hair just goes grey, and I have to really like scrub it in. The um, amount of times I'll leave the house, someone will go, the side of your face is like <laughs> white. <laughs> and I just have to rub it down for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I need to be careful. Always tell me if you see some dry shampoo, Tim. Uh, white, I will be able to. That was the thing, though, because like you said, you had one for dark hair, and you don't really have dark hair, and it was like well, uh, I think it's just gathering on your face. Yeah. Um, but like because we we're all so oh, muddy. Yeah. I just I, well, I washed my face with a thing, and it was just I had like black. Yeah. Yeah. But we we're all so muddy that we weren't really sure what it was. It was just like, oh, Harry's got a dirty face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Yeah. I didn't um, have a dirty face. But it's not really what Glastonbury is about, all that stuff. As much as it is, it's, it's all part of the experience. It is ultimately a music or I think they call it like a creative arts festival, arts festival, something like that. Creative arts? Something like performing arts. Uh, it's like, um, yeah, arts, alternative arts and stuff like that. Yeah, that's its official title. It's something like that. It's called something like alternative arts. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, but... Music, that's really the big draw. It's why we're turning up, mainly. Yeah. And I'd like to know, Harry, a few acts that you're looking forward to. Okie dokie. Should we put a bit of format on this, or do you want to just dive straight in there? I'm just going to dive straight in, because I've got my bunch that I'm going to maybe talk about, and I don't want to format them. Is this because the format I suggested earlier you haven't followed, Harry? It's just because, and I'll suggest. I'll, I'll say why. The first one we were going to have is kind of smaller bands, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think of all the things that I want to see that I would want to call any of them a small band or a small artist, You're just so because mainstream. they're not. You're so mainstream. Shut up, mate. Um, Come on, mate. Get with it. So. The first person that I'm going to suggest that I see, we see, and everybody else that is going sees is Lisa Hannigan. Lisa Hannigan. Yes. Are you aware of Lisa Hannigan? That's a name that is ringing some bells, but I feel like it might just be because you've mentioned it before. I believe I have mentioned it before. Actually, I definitely know I have. Yeah, but I don't know if it's ringing bells from anywhere else or if that's the only reason. So go on. Okay. Well, Lisa Hannigan was brought to my attention by Annie, 
uh, tracks friend now friend of the show friend of the show is what i was trying to say <laughs> jack friend um so she's don't make former... him define a relationship it stresses him out <laughs> she is the former <laughs> sparring partner with damien rice boxing yeah they used to fight really yeah mm. bare knuckle <laughs> uh usually in nice. a cage nice uh she would beat him quite badly i feel like most people would this is why they broke damien up rice Yep, true. He's quite wispy, isn't he? I mean, I've, I can't even really think what he looks like, but that voice doesn't I don't think I know what strike he looks me like as a fighter. So uh, she used to kind of accompany him with her vocals on Damien Rice's kind of stuff. And I was told a little story. Now, there was a bit of a hoo-ha. I think they were together, I believe. And in a relationship. I believe so, yes. Ooh. I could be wrong. But they were certainly in a musical relationship. Oh. And something happened where I think they kind of fell out and it turned out that she wasn't getting the like, she didn't have the same rights to the songs. So she, I think she wasn't getting paid the same amount. There was like a bit of a thing there. It was a Smith's, a Smith's scenario. Is that what it was with them? I mean, it's a long convoluted story, but essentially, yeah. Yeah. So basically Damon Rice is a scumbag. Oh, You've taken the Hannigan side. Oh, yeah. Oh, he fully fucked her over. Mm. Like, he absolutely did. I oh. think what happened is, like, she, because they were together, she would have assumed that they were all good with the whole kind of money-making-in-music thing. Yeah. And then he kind of turned around and was like, nah, I own it all, man. Bow. I bet he didn't do that. I bet he just turned on the water. I think he said exactly like, I don't know. <laughs> So she's going to be playing at the park stage, uh, 4.30 to 5.30. And the park stage is, um, we're probably going to say it quite a lot in this, at least I think I might. Park stage is one of my favourites. Oh, yeah. I think I might have had it as my favourite when we did kind of favourite uh, stage last year. Yeah, and there'll be, I'm sure, way way loads of chat about them <laughs> on these next upcoming episodes. <laughs> That's sounded like, I can't even talk either. What I'm trying to say is uh, next next episode that comes out will be a post Glastonbury episode and I imagine we'll be talking a lot about things that happened at the park stage especially because um, as we were saying a sunny Glastonbury like we went up the hill at the top of the site which is up by the park last year and it felt quite great up there then in the sun it's going to be bloody well that's the one I think I was saying to you at the time like I can't wait for you to see this when it's actually nice actually it was quite nice when we went up there the first time last year wasn't it it was like one of the few sunny bits of last last year yeah it wasn't festival. too bad it was it definitely got worse later yeah. on where we basically couldn't get up or down the hill yeah. um but i think you're like her she's got like some funny lyrics she's she's i think just as good if not better than damien was um is she quite old just because yeah, he's yeah, mid 30s be. late 30s maybe huh. maybe 40 i don't know somewhere yeah. around that kind of yeah. range um she's kind of just an acoustic folk singer cool um really beautiful melodies and the song I'm going to play called Safe Travels Don't Die it's funny nice. so I think you're going to enjoy it and funniness yeah. sounds good and to everyone who's also heading to Glastonbury like we are the song title applies Safe Travels, Safe travels. Don't Die Don't Die <laughs> please uh, so yeah this is Lisa Hannigan with Safe Travels Don't Die Please eat your greens and no sick clothes to screens. 
Hannigan again at the park stage 4.30 to 5.30 go check her out on what day? on the Sunday the Sunday okay, yes. you've gone jump, jump straight in on the Sunday last day yeah interesting choice again really there's no way I'm doing this no specific way okay no orders okay Tim are you going to do that? Uh, no I'm going to have a bit of an order I'm going to stick to what we agreed earlier because that's the kind of guy I am shut up so uh, one relatively small one medium and one big old hit because basically the only reason I mean you haven't done it anyway but well be, I could I mean no, but, have the, all yeah. the people I'm going to do she's probably the smallest if you really well, I mean it's the only it. reason I thought we thought that might be a good thing to do because we there's loads of big big names playing that we could quite easily just talk about but everyone knows like, you don't need us to introduce you to like Fatboy Slim or whoever like they're big names yeah, I just get uncomfortable calling people saying someone's big or yeah. saying someone's medium, and then people are like, "Yeah, but they're massive." Yeah, yeah, and go. Fun- and funnily enough, my quote-unquote small act, uh, in some ways, not small at all. Okay. Uh, the name is Dave. Dave. That's it. Okay. That is the beginning and end of the name of this artist. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's fine with me. <laughs> uh, he is a South London rapper known by Santon Dave sometimes. His real name is Dave Santon. Santon I don't know why Deck. he turns that round. Uh, yeah, Santon Deck. Um, <laughs> uh, but the reason I say he's in some ways not small at all is because uh, in around October last year, something like that, this guy who, 17 years old, still studying at college, put out a few songs, you know, not really made it, got much. I think he, like, um, Stormzy had talked about him a little bit and a few other people, so he's, like, quite well respected within the sort of UK hip-hop grime scene. Oh, this, this is the guy that's, yeah, I mean, you say it. He got a song remixed by Drake. Yeah, okay. Uh, Drake, I think they did a live thing as well. Uh, possibly afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he remixed Wanna Know. Uh, which is now obviously because it's Drake got nearly 40 million plays on Spotify and you know tiny tons of stuff everywhere but imagine that imagine being 17 years old and I've just like put a song out and then you're going to college the next time it's like yeah Drake just dropped a remix of my track on his radio show it's like ridiculous yeah but you've got an essay to do mate so imagine trying to tell him off as his teacher the next day it's like he is not having any of it do you know actual better than you I'm friends with Drake now so Um, but he's really, really, uh, I think a really interesting artist. Lyrically, reminds me a lot of uh, the things we like about Loyal Karna and the song. Right. I'm, the song I'm going to play. There's a lot of um, similarities to the first Loyal Karna song we ever played on this because he talks about like um, studying and he talks about like there's, there's I can't remember exactly what the line is, but it's something about like he's talking about like wanting to do something 
interesting with his life, but actually he's just sat there on his lunch break eating pasta, and it's like... Pasta king? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, it all just feels, like, quite down-to-earth and quite, um, you know, just sort of commentary on what it's like to be a 17-year-old kid in South London, I suppose. Um, yeah. But also, he's incredibly musically talented. He's I don't really know what, like, grades... Like, I know, obviously, a bigger number is better, but you know, like, grades of instruments, right? Sort of. It kind of gets to eight, I think. Yeah, well, he's got grade seven in classical piano. Okay, so he's nearly there. That's pretty good, right? That's nearly a black belt in piano. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, and uh, the song I would like to play was actually a more... Well, it's a performance of a song, obviously, um, but a live version is what I'm going to play it's from when he, uh, he was on uh, later with Jules Holland which is where he first came to my attention really um, and I knew nothing about him whatsoever and it cuts across to him and he sat at a grand piano and he just starts playing away really beautifully I was like oh I wonder what this is going to be because you know obviously you see like a 17 year old kid sort of playing that kind of music and it, there was something that was sort of a bit surprising about it and then he sort of uh, got up and started rapping and it was brilliant like really really memorable performance kind of um, like a juxtaposition of the two as well yeah and it, it yeah exactly and it the whole thing just took me by surprise and I was just really intrigued by him so I went and listened to more and more and I think a really interesting artist really want to first of all certainly last year I didn't really see much hip hop at Glastonbury this year I think I will a little bit more because there's a few like Run the Jewels and things like that like I'm genuinely excited to see but still it's not necessarily a hip-hop heavy festival, certainly for me. Obviously, we've got a lot of grime there as well. He's on just before AJ Tracy, who's another sort of emerging star, and we've got, you know, Stormzy and stuff like that going. So there is going to be plenty to go and see, but this is one I would really check out. It's on Friday at Sonic. Do you remember those? Not a clue. One thing you're going to learn about me, because I think this is the first time we've gone to the same festival twice together. Yeah. I, like, you and Jack last year sort of knew your way around because you've been before. Mm. I pay no attention, really. Do you not? I'm still not going to know my way anywhere. I'm not going to know what stage is what. I just don't it's know. It's weird, that. Because I, I can already tell when we get in the gate exactly how I'm going to get to where we were camping last yeah. year. But even when we were, like, walking places, like, I'd still just be like, where, where are we going? What, what are we doing? That's just my life, really. Mm. But, um, yeah. I'm quite good with directions. Yeah, but Sonic, I don't think we went to. It's not a name that rings a bell to me. Apart from the Hedgehog, no. No. Um, Sounds like it might be over near that Shangri-La kind of bunch. I think so because uh, Saturday's headliner at Sonic is the aforementioned Fatboy Slim, Muramasa's up there. Okay. Uh, crack and Smack, stuff like that. Of course, Crack and Smack. Yeah. Yeah. So big, uh, big people. Big people. <laughs> Dutch, I believe. Really? Yeah. I don't know who they are. Oh. No, they're headlining the Sunday night. They're big. They've got okay. some really cool music videos. Go and check them out. I will. So this is Dave on uh, Later with Jules Holland at the end of last year. And the song is called Picture Me. Well worth checking out. Picture me, 23, a bag of sold out shows I made it out with music, had to call my bros And this merchandise is popping, I sell all my clothes And all these holes are ghosts, I got one real girl Picture me, 23, I didn't chase my dream My mum wanted me to do finance, so I came off beats And now I'm sitting at a desk with a tutu and finance Eating pasta on my lunch break while I'm scribbling my rhymes And picture me, 17 in an all black suit Laying still in a coffin, surrounded by my crew Giving half-heart apologies, watch a while they bottle me Or running when they shot at me, next up if you prodigy, wait So you go, that was 
was Dave with uh, Picture Me. Dave! Uh, did you like that? Very cool. Great. I liked it a lot. Nice one. Right, on to your second pick. Okay, second pick. Um, now, this is somebody that we talked to. Oh, I thought we talked about it in the podcast, actually, but we just talked about it in the office, drunk. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, I don't. So, this person is somebody that I know you want to see, and that is Leanne Le Havas. Nice. That was one that I had on my list to potentially talk about, too. Cool. Um, now I saw her in 2015, I believe, on, it was on the, um, John, John Peel, Peel yeah. stage, which was quite kind of close to where the other stage was, it wasn't too far out, it was where the, um, really not far from where the, the silent disco thing was, that we oh, spent okay. a little bit of time at. Now the John Peel stage is so... I just so can't be bothered with it because it's so out of the way. Got to walk this huge loop round the pyramid stage, yeah. up a hill. And I remember I remember arriving there in the foulest mood because mm. not only was it a long walk, but I was starving and I really, really wanted some noodles. And I queued yeah. up in a huge queue at this van to noodles. get some noodles. And I got to the front and they hadn't put a sign up. And they're like, it's a 25-minute wait for noodles. I was like, how can it be 25 minutes wait for yeah. noodles? That is ridiculous. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, you. I think many people were in the best mood just because we couldn't be bothered. Yeah. But it was also Sunday night. It was one of the yeah. last things. And it just doesn't do it for me. But I will go up there to see Leanne Lajavas yes. because she is an incredible performer, an incredible musician, vocalist. I mean, we're talking about this guy you know, of a young age being uh, grade seven, piano, whatever. And this woman just amazes me with her technical ability and her voice is just one of the best in the game. Like, you can't help but listen to her and just be astonished every single time. Especially live, she always kills it. I've seen her, I think, at supporting Bombay Basketball Club a few years back and I saw her do this show and she came out in this wonderful yellow dress. Yeah looking vibrant and fancy she's just amazing yeah. like she's jazzy and she's like funky and she does these huge songs and these like emotional soft songs um she's really everything yeah she's everything i want in a musician absolutely and one of the reason we were uh, discussing it was because it's i, I wasn't at that Glastonbury. i was just watching it at home but the performance just watching it on tv has stuck in my mind for all you know these years as well because i just remember watching her and just thinking wow like she she just bossed it she was incredible like this force of nature and like you say mm. uh vocally absolutely on point but just her whole presence was fantastic and i was just yeah blown away yeah and i was you know i was sat there in my pants watching on my laptop probably like <laughs> and i was still just like ah yeah. amazing um and- well, I've just seen that um, all of that stuff at the beginning, just ignore it. She's at the Avalon stage. Oh, even better. Um, yeah, at 3.40. So, yeah, I remember seeing it was quite, quite an early slot, but yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. I mean, I like that because there isn't a lot of... <laughs> I mean, saying that, it clashes with Hamilton, Lighthouser, and Glass Animals. And I really want to see Glass Animals. Wow, that's going to be a bit of a split. Yeah, I mean... Most of her show will be done by the time Glass Animals is on, and most of Hamilton's Lifehouses, so it might be a bit of a runaround, or... It's 
It's one of the uh, slight downsides of Glastonbury, though, in that if people are... It's difficult to watch half of one set and half of another set if people are clashing. You you have yeah. to take your pick. Yeah, I think so. Generally. I mean, I don't really want to miss Leanne, no. but I won't be able to see... She's right slap bang in the middle of both of them. It's a thinker. It's an absolute thinker. There's no getting away from it. We don't have to make a decision right now. What we can say no, is she is playing. She's really brilliant. thinking about. I'm just really annoyed. Uh, so yeah, she's going to be there. 340 Avalon stage. I'm not 100% sure that where that is, but find out. Um, yeah, so I'm going to play a song from her first album because I think it is one of the most perfect albums in existence. And the song I'm going to play is Forget. Go and see her, go and watch her on the TV, do anything you can to see her. Uh, Tim, second pick. My second pick is an act that uh, we played for the first time in, I think, our 50th episode. Uh, and I've seen a couple of times live before, and I am always just so kind of uh, energised by their presence. They are Marley's very own Songhoi Blues, and... Just one of the most feel-good bands I've ever, ever seen. Um, they've just dropped their second album, Resistance, uh, which is a follow-up to 2015's Music in Exile. And it it's one of those where it is more of the same. So if you're a fan of the first album, brilliant, like I was, you're going to love it. If you, if you weren't totally sold, then maybe it's still not going to be for you. But just so vibrant so exciting and so just joyous like it's if if you're feeling like you just want to really get in that festival spirit and just dance and just smile and enjoy it with everyone in the crowd I can guarantee it's going to be one of those kind of really euphoric crowd moments where everyone's just loving it yeah uh, they're playing the park stage on Saturday at 7.45 um, big old clash of fun there isn't it is that the same time as the others as well Solange and the avalanches oh oh <laughs> it's going to be a difficult yeah. one this year isn't it there's a lot going it, on it's what happens I mean there's all there's so such an incredible amount of acts generally speaking but so many brilliant acts and like you know it's I mean, I thought when you said Leanne Lavis was on earlier in the day, generally earlier in the day you get yeah, less clashes. So I was thinking, oh, brilliant, clear run. Yeah. Um, but I do really think, as much as those other, I mean, Avalanches would probably do a very similar thing, but going into Saturday night, 7.45, you just had some tea maybe, like you're starting to get into the evening that is just going to boost your spirits and absolutely get you flying through that night so ready for Father John Misty <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> so I highly recommend Song Hope Blues. Lovely stuff. And I'm going to play... What am I going to play? Maybe... Uh, I'm going to play Bamako. One of the new singles. <laughs> Songhoi Blues, Harry, on to your third and final pick. Right, now, funnily enough, I'm going for a a headline slot now. And this is... Well, I think I asked you the other day um, who you're going to see at the headline, because, what is it, Ed Sheeran? Um, yeah, and there's obviously a lot of stuff going on. And my two options at, t- at 10 o'clock, which I believe is the headline slot, yeah, pretty much. On what day? Um, Sunday. Sunday. So this is to take you out of the festival. Justice or Metronomy? Yeah. Now I have gone. The thing I want to see on Sunday night is Justice. Really? Yeah. I was going to say Metronomy. Metronomy in <laughs> terms of songs I know, it's way more. But there are some Justice songs that are such like... It reminds me of the first year I went to Glastonbury and I went to see Chemical Brothers over like the who or something mm. um and i did not regret it it's just because it was properly just bouncing around um going mental kind of thing also metronomy are at john peel um <laughs> but it is a really difficult one because a headline slot as well for metronomy that's pretty big i have yeah. seen them once at a festival when they were shit really but i do love metronomy a lot yeah like a big time, a lot, a bit, a lot, <laughs> a big, a lot. <coughs> I've I've seen them a few times, and I've never been disappointed by them. So I'm surprised really? to hear that. You I are. mean, they <clears throat> they had a bad show because of a bad sound check, and uh, they were 40 minutes late, and it was it, it wasn't their fault. Um, but Justice, I've got some songs that are real, like dirty kind of bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but saying all this, I think Justice, maybe. Five years ago, Justice. four or five years yeah. ago, Justice. Yes, sorry, four or five years ago, I would have been way more inclined yeah. to see them. Well, I was going to say, Cross for me is the big yeah, Justice exactly. album, and if they were going to play that cover to cover, then I'd be like, right, I'm there. Yeah, I don't know that much of their newer stuff, but I know they've had a few albums since then, so maybe less so for me. But do you know what? It's, it's your pick. It, well, uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those ones. That I'll have to decide on the night. Yeah. I'm going to be watching Shaggy anyway, so... Really? No, of course not. Um, it's just a bit odd, because... I, I always say I'd like... To, I'd rather see people um, that I know the lyrics of and that I can, like, really get into and stuff. But then just thinking about that whole Chemical Brothers thing, so, yeah. Depends what we see before, how we're all feeling, who's going to what, and I'll let people know next week what we did um but i'm gonna show or i'm gonna play a justice song that i would love to like end the sunday night on the song is uh genesis it's the opening track of cross 
and I can just imagine that whole beginning part coming on. And then it like kicks in. I would really love to be there for that. Yeah. And you're going to hear that a little bit now in uh, Genesis by Justice. <laughs> That was Justice, uh, Tim, third final pick. Throw it at my face. So, for the last one, as mentioned earlier, I am going for a bigger name. One that's no revelation to anyone. But, I think, certainly one of, if not the most exciting ones for me. Partly because I've never seen them before. Partly because I feel like they're a very festivally act. Partly because I did watch them on TV once, playing at Glastonbury, and they had like a million other indie bands that I also like come and like invade the stage and dance with them and sing songs with them and stuff like that. The band are Heim. Oh yeah, big yes. Big fan of Heim. I just I just love them and Yeah. Not only is it one of those one of those acts that I've just sort of I've kind of either just found out about a festival uh, sorry, a show and it's sold out too quickly so I haven't been able to go or like Various reasons. Basically, I've come close to seeing them a number of times and never managed to. And then obviously they had a big hiatus and now they're back. And I waited for them to come back for so long and I just great. And like, they don't I love them so much. I kind of feel like they should have a, in some ways, they should have a sort of bigger billing than they've got. They're on, uh, they've got three people ahead of them on Sunday at the other stage. You've got Cortina's, Emily Sanday, and Boy Better Know playing after them. Really? So to me, it's like they should be headlining a stage, really. I think they're that big and that great. But. At the same time, they're on at 5.35. They've got nearly an hour slot as well, which is great. Mm. Um, what they're clashing with? What day, what, sorry? Sunday. Sunday. So, so I'm not sure what they're clashing with, but I'll, that, that's one that it doesn't matter to me. I'll be at that. But I also feel like the sun will still be there, but like it's maybe not quite as powerful. It's going to be like this sort of lovely moment as we're all kind of winding down and it's just going to be absolutely joyous it oh it's it's giving me butterflies just thinking about it I just I just know that set is going to be one of my favourite a couple of really good new songs as well this year exactly um yeah interesting unlike Songho Blues um I think of them as a very kind of up dancey um sing-alongable kind of yeah bouncy band um, but the song I'm going to play is one of the new ones and we've sung it a lot but actually it's not like that at all it's quite different the song is Right Now um, which yeah I adore it but it's, it's quite a different thing for them like it is it, it kind of it's it's like a look into this new area for them but with like throwbacks of like old stuff yeah. especially that, that those like heavy guitar bits and yeah. like the end with the drums and it gets a bit big and there's like a call and response thing yeah yeah, it's a great song I've had that on repeat a lot this, since it's kind of released yeah and I think they are just an injection of fun 
Like the, the indie music scene can often take itself a bit too seriously, and in Hyman you've just got people who they're just great. Like everyone seems to love them. I love them. Everyone should love them. And Sunday night is gonna is gonna be home night for us. Yeah. So let's listen to a bit of right now. Right now. So there you have it. That is the sixth and final pick from us for this uh, Glastonbury warm-up. I imagine it goes without saying, but there's loads more bands and stuff playing. All sorts of things are going on. Um, yeah, we've only mentioned uh, like a few, like like six. Yeah. There's actually more than that. Yeah, maybe nine. Yeah, there's definitely 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that you mention it, there probably is, yeah. Yeah. So what is there anything that is a non-band that you just want to shout out, like that you're really excited for? Um, a non-band? Well, like, yeah, not an act. Something else that you're really excited for. Um, that isn't a band. The cinema. Yeah, I'm, the new cinema thing. Yeah. Johnny Depp's going to be there. One of our friends doesn't want to go, but I would like to go to that. I want to go and the, check it uh, out. The film, what did you say? With, With Nell and I. I. I would like to see Johnny Depp picked time. it. Ah! <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp picked it. Yeah, he's curating Thursday there. So every... Oh, really? Is that how it works? I don't know about the other days. I don't know what's happening oh, okay. like, with those, but he's just been like invited, so he's going to like yeah. introduce them all. And they're, they're, it's like a big outdoor cinema, where and they're putting out like 80s cars. So yeah. we sit in a car, which I think, how many cars have you got? Loads, like, I think. Sh- a few hundreds, apparently. So it is going to be, like, busy, but... 17 people per car. That sounds cool. I don't know if they've, like, cut them up, but, like, apparently the wing mirrors have speakers in. Wow. So, like... I'd be be annoyed if I never got to see that. Yeah. Plus, it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely that. That's, yeah, top... For sure. Top draw. I'm excited for that. Top draw. Uh, What about you? Anything else? Um, Solid Disco again. One that we actually successfully... Sort of the opposite to. of that. Um, loud disco. Yeah. <laughs> the loud disco that is Arcadia. From what I understand, yeah. they've... Um, one of their big... Because they sort of rejig things a little bit every year. Mm. And one of their big aims of this year's rejig was uh, to try and calm down the congestion at Arcadia and make it more accessible for everyone instead of it just getting rammed and shutting it like they were last year each time. Mm. I would. I didn't really experience it last time. No, um, we walked and, past it. And people who did really, really loved it. So, um, that is something that I would really like to go and have a good, good old go on. Yeah. Um, have a good old go, go on the spider. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Glastonbury, eh? Just around the corner. We're bloody off. How many tins of beans have you got? Uh, five tins of beans. No. Two tins of beans, two tins of spaghetti, one tin of beans and vegetarian sausages. Uh, now I went for that because I thought in a natural sausage, in a natural sausage, you're not going to get meat. So would you get a better sausage if it was actually a vegetarian sausage? No. 
Except probably not real vegetables either. <laughs> it's just still dust. It was like, and I, I, I still don't know if it was true or really understand even if it is true why it's the case. But there was a thing a few years ago where they said that McDonald's chips weren't made out of potato; they're made out of cauliflower. No, um, Burger King chips are made out of, I think, cauliflower or something like that. I don't understand why, even if that is true. Why pretend... Because is cauliflower that much cheaper? Lives and cauliflowers don't. Is cauliflower that much cheaper? It doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, yeah. uh, Gee. I think... You can grow I think sausages in a tin with beans are, whether vegetarian or otherwise, are going to be... Yeah. Well, I've got some sausages, I've got some crisps and some biscuits, all the dry stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. lots of drink. Yeah. You got your beans, got all your horrible, disgusting peas in it. <laughs> Whatever you had, hard uh, chickpeas. I've gone, I've gone a bit fancier this year. Yeah. I've got like sachets of stuff that were like two quid a pop. So I've gone fancy some like little quinoa. <laughs> two pound sachets. Quinoa John Smith's salad stuff. Yeah, like definitely gonna like come out one morning in your dressing gown, just like. I've got quinoa. <laughs> it, it, I've got, it's all of it, yeah. But it's going to be good, <coughs> either way. It's going to be grand. Yeah. So, pray for us, listeners, for the next few days, because who knows? Anything can happen at Glastonbury. You can do what you want, and we may or may not make it out of the other end, but we really hope we do. And if we do, we will be reporting back to you next week at some point. What the bloody hell happened? Uh, but until then, have a lovely time. I hope some of you are going to be there with us. And if you see us, come give us a little nudge. It'll be nice to have a little chat. We are very approachable guys. Um, mm. But basically, have a wonderful rest of the week, whether you're glass to bring it or not. We love you for listening. I've been Tim. I have been Harry. This has been Track Show. And we're going to take you out with uh, one of the kind of big things I don't know how long it's been going on for it feels fairly new to me but Glastonbury on a Sunday afternoon at the pyramid stage becomes like feel good session zone yeah. uh, and there's always kind of legendary acts that get everyone dancing their way to the finish line yeah. uh, this year one of them we've got Barry Gibb but also we've got Sheik Nile Rogers, uh, and I think that'll be a real fun one we're going to take you out with Le Freak um, by Sheik See you later, guys. Ta-ra. Sure they can be done